Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Beyond Study Abroad podcast. My name is Peyton, and I will be hosting today's episode. In this episode, we will discuss common myths you may have regarding studying abroad. You will hear mythbusters from a few students that have studied abroad themselves. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. My name is Libby White, and I studied abroad at the London Global Gateway during the fall of my junior year. There's a myth about studying abroad that STEM majors can't go, um, and that's not true. Um, If you are a STEM major and you're wanting to go to medical or PA, veterinary, dental school, um, and you don't want to take a gap year, you might have fewer options to study abroad um, to try to get all your science classes in on time. Um, But STEM majors definitely can go abroad. Um, specifically in London, I was able to take physics and human physiology. Um, biochemistry was also offered, but I didn't take it while I was abroad. And um, when I came back to campus, I was able to double up on my physics labs and apply to grad school um, without taking a gap year. So it's definitely possible. It might take a little bit of creative rearrangement, but there are lots of options. Um, and London is not the only place that you can go if you are a STEM major. Another myth is that um, it's too scary. You've never been out of the country before. Um, And this is also not true. I had never been to Europe before I studied abroad. And though I was pretty terrified to get on that big plane all by myself, um, it was definitely one of the most rewarding experiences of my entire life. I made so many new friends, tried so many new foods, explored new countries and cultures. um, And I learned a lot about myself during the four months abroad. Um, I would say believe in yourself. If it's scary, then that's a reason you should do it. Um, yeah, study abroad was the best thing ever. I loved it so much. I would advise anyone to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, with my course load and major, one of my biggest concerns would be falling behind if I choose to study abroad. Um, I would hate to fall behind and create worries if I'm not on track. So I'm not sure who to discuss the concern with. As a first-generation student, my biggest concern is how expensive study abroad can be. I wonder if there are resources to assist with this. I wouldn't want to experience the stress of finding a way to cover the expenses. My name is Lexi White, and I did the Toledo, Spain study abroad program during my junior year. A common myth about studying abroad is that you'll be behind if you take a semester to study abroad. This was something I was nervous about when applying to study abroad, and this myth was proven wrong by my experience. I'm studying business analytics with a supplementary Spanish major at Notre Dame, and I was concerned about only being able to take Spanish courses as well as core requirements for an entire semester in Toledo. However, with the support of the Mendoza advisors and the study abroad office, I was able to plan out a schedule of 15 credit hours while abroad, a combination of Spanish courses, core requirements, and even electives, while still only taking either 15 or 16 and a half credits for my next three semesters on campus. It is definitely possible to study abroad and still graduate on time without overwhelming yourself. I would just recommend communicating with the advisors for your majors and minors, as well as the study abroad office to make sure that you are scheduling the proper courses now and in the future. Another myth is that to do a language immersion program, you have to be fluent or at a very high level to participate. This was definitely what I was the most worried about, and my experience proved this to be incorrect as well. 
When I started my semester in Toledo, I had surpassed the Spanish requirements to go by just one course, and I was concerned about being at a lower level than other students in the program. If you aren't aware, the Toledo program is full immersion, meaning that all the courses are taught in Spanish and you communicate with the program administrators and professors in Spanish from day one. In addition, I also opted to stay with the host family and completed an internship at the Toledo Tourism Office during the semester. Even at my Spanish level coming in, I was able to follow along with my coursework and communicate with my host family and my coworkers at the Tourism Office, although there definitely was a learning curve throughout the first few weeks. Over the course of the semester, I was not only able to succeed academically, but I saw a huge improvement in my abilities to speak and listen in Spanish. The study abroad office sets the language requirements for a reason, and meeting or exceeding the requirements ensures that you can succeed in the program. In my experience, coming in at a lower level just meant seeing a greater improvement in my Spanish skills in just a semester. My name is Shia Figueroa. I did the Athens Greece study abroad program during my junior year. And a common myth about studying abroad is that you'd be behind if you were to take the semester to go abroad. Um, this is a myth because most of the courses that are offered while going abroad end up being university or college requirements anyway. And you may even get a chance to get some of your major requirements out the way. So for me, while I was abroad, I took my second philo, my second theology. Uh, I took a sculptures class that counted for art. And I also got to take a class that counted for my sociology major. And then I also got a little fun on the side that didn't necessarily cover requirements. So I took a Greek language class that ended up being an elective. Um, yeah, so another myth is that there'd be too much of a culture shock. This isn't necessarily a myth in that there won't be any culture shock. It's just that this isn't a negative thing. So I would say my first couple of weeks while in Greece, I was a little... Um, apprehensive about the things that were going on around me as far as like you know having to navigate the euro or you know how to read signs or whatnot but as you go on you end up learning and appreciating these differences and not even noticing them by the time you're a month out so when it came to like the different signs and like the greek letters i eventually like i said i took a greek class i eventually was able to pick up on these signs and read them myself and then when it came to the euro i just paid attention to like the exchange rate every month um other than that when it comes to food and like customs of um greek culture i ended up loving it more than it more than finding it to be a negative aspect so yeah there is a culture shock but it isn't a bad thing my name is kaya morton and i did the rome study abroad program during the spring semester of my junior year a common myth about studying abroad is that it's too expensive. This isn't necessarily true because you pay the regular semester tuition and on-campus room and board fees, along with the general study abroad fee that's charged to like your ND account. Um, and there are a few pre-study abroad costs that you have to account for as well, like your visa, passport fees, and your flight. But Notre Dame has lots of resources and scholarships available to help students cover these costs. So when I applied for the Rome program, Indy International sent us information about scholarships to keep on our radar to help fund our study abroad experience, such as the Gilman Scholarship. And then while we were in Rome, we received $500 a month from the school. And this financial support was so helpful in allowing me to eat, travel, and really make the most of my time in Europe. Another myth about studying abroad is that you'll be behind if you choose to take a semester abroad. 
This isn't the case either because you're supposed to meet with your academic advisors to make sure your study abroad program has courses that can fulfill some of your major or minor requirements or some of your college or university requirements. So it's all a matter of planning appropriately and getting academic guidance and approval from your counsel from your advisors before, you know, studying abroad. Personally, I met with my political science and my peace studies advisors to map out my classes in Rome, and we made sure that each class I took would count towards either one of my majors so that I could stay on track for graduation. As you can see, the worry of falling behind is very common amongst many students. However, as addressed, students felt that the help and communication of advisors allowed them to properly plan their study abroad experience without falling behind. It is imperative to remember to reach out and use all resources when preparing to study abroad. Furthermore, the worry of finances and being able to afford the cost of studying abroad can be subsided by also utilizing resources, communicating for help, and planning in advance. That's a wrap for today's episode. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode on the Beyond Study Abroad podcast. As always, go Irish.